This is In the Zone, your home for Salina Sports Talk. High school sports, Kansas Wesleyan and Bethany, KU, K-State, and Wichita State. Wait, is there anything these guys don't cover? You're in the zone. What's going on? Welcome in to In the Zone here on Friday. March the 3rd, it is a busy, busy day around the station here at the KSAL office and everything going on. We've got our St. Jude Radiothon going on today, uh, but we've also got a ton of local high school basketball. It is the postseason. It's a sub-state semifinal Friday for some of the smaller classes. It's also a sub-state final Friday for the Salina Central Lady Mustangs. So let's start off there. Salina Central's ladies, they pulled off a big time win on Tuesday night, took down Goddard Eisenhower 40 to 37, thanks to a late three from Junior L. Dinning, knocked it down and sent the Mustangs into the sub-state final. So they find themselves just one win away from a trip to the 5A state tournament in Emporia. But standing in their way is the number two seed, the Andover Trojans, a team that's lost just twice all season. And they've beaten the Mustangs twice this year already. So certainly a hefty challenge is in front of Coach Chris Fear and the Mustangs. But I did catch up with Coach Fear a little bit earlier this afternoon to preview the game. It's part of our, our pregame interview as well that you can hear on the broadcast of the game tonight. We'll be on air with that one at 6.45 for our pregame show, 7 o'clock for tip-off down in Andover here on 1150 KSAL and 106.7 FM. So let's get to it. Coach Chris Fear, the head girls basketball coach of the Salina Central Mustangs. Welcome back into our Freddy's and Mocha's pregame show tonight. Jackson Schneider joined now by the head coach of the Salina Central Lady Mustangs, Coach Chris Fear. And coach, the last time we talked, it was Pretty emotional scene. There were tons of parents and fans kind of crowding us, and everybody was happy and excited because your team pulled off a very exciting victory at Eisenhower on Tuesday night. A late three from L. Denning lifts you to the sub-state finals, which finds us in our, our current spot today, getting ready to take on the Andover Trojans. But, Coach, before we look at tonight, what stands out the most to you about that win on Tuesday night? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I, I think there were, um, you know, I think the thing that, you know, kind of looking back, and I guess what I talked to the team about the, the day after was, um, you know, how we we maintained our composure uh, in, in really kind of the last two minutes and 45 seconds. I mean, we went down, Eisenhower had momentum, they were up four, uh, and we threw the ball out of bounds. Uh, we had a little miscommunication and, um, you know, the ball went out of bounds. So we didn't, they had the ball back and they had, they had just scored a couple baskets and, um, you know, we really just, you know, executed both offensively and defensively um, the rest of the way. In fact, we didn't let them score at all, um, you know, in those last, like I said, about the last three minutes. And, um, you know, we were able to, to make some plays. Uh, and so I just think our composure there and when things looked like they weren't really going in the right direction for us, um, you know, we, it would have been probably understandable to, you know, maybe panic and commit a foul and, 
you know, all of a sudden now you're maybe down six and you, you force a shot. I mean, you know, we've all seen basketball games where things kind of get away. Um, but we, we just trusted each other and we trusted ourselves. And, uh, you know, we ended up making some plays, both, like I said, both offensively and defensively. And that's how you win. I mean, that's how you win tight games. That's how you win, um, you know, in the postseason. And uh, just really, really proud of our group and how they, they responded uh, kind of together uh, as a group to get that done. Well, Coach, before Tuesday night, I had asked you how you thought your team might respond in a situation like that, considering that a lot of them hadn't been in, you know, those tight playoff-type situations. But the more I think about it, Coach, your group has been tested and in tight games almost all season long. I think I totaled it up to being now 14 out of your 21 games played so far have been decided by single digits either way or, or, or 10 points or less or something of that nature. But do you think that those tight games have kind of helped prepare your team for moments like Tuesday night? Well, I, I don't think there's any doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, it has to. You know, when, when you've got, um, you know, when you have those, those situations uh, and, and we've had success in some of those and it's gone the other way in some of those, you know, and that that's, you know, oftentimes how it, how it happens and, you know, in the tight games, but, uh, but I, I don't think we're, we're not worried about it. You know, we get into those scenarios and, um, and I, I think, you know, we just, you know, we're, we feel pretty comfortable. In fact, we've kind of joked about it. It's like, hey, game's tight. This is where we, this is where we want to be. And, uh, you know, and part of that is just, you know, I want them to be, hey, okay, we're fine. Um, you know, and, and that's where, again, you really have to, as I mentioned, you have to trust each other uh, and trust in your system. You know, you got to, hey, this is what we do defensively. This is what we want to do on offense. And um, instead of trying to go outside yourself. So, I think the the fact that we've been in those games, I don't think we feel uncomfortable, and um, you know, and, and that's uh, um, yeah, that's that's good because you know you're gonna you're gonna be in tight games, and the you know when you play good teams, you know if you're you know hopefully like the the other night we were in that we want to be in a tight game tonight. It means that we got a chance to win. Well, tonight you'll face off with the Andover Trojans, a team that you've seen twice. And the first meeting, they pulled away a little bit late for a 15-point win. And then the last time, you were within six at the final horn. But what does the biggest difference need to be tonight from those first two meetings with Andover in order for your team to have a better chance to win? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. It's There's some things that, you know, I think we probably need to do a little bit um, a little bit differently, you know, probably from a defensive perspective. And, and, and honestly, they, they have two really talented uh, juniors, uh, you know, the both that are probably going to get an opportunity to play division one basketball. And, you know, so they, they have talent and then their, their supporting cast is, you know, are young, uh, but, but also, have some talent. They've got some talent there too. They got some kids who can shoot it, and so they're they're a good team. I mean, obviously they're nineteen and two or something like that. They've they've had a great season, and uh, so we're going to need to, you know, I, we want to make them a little bit more uncomfortable than we have, um, and maybe see something from us that that they haven't prepared for uh, a little bit, and you know, just try to get them again out of their rhythm. I think that's the for us kind of the biggest thing that we want to do. And, and honestly, we're going to have to win this game in the forties. Um, 
you know, we're going to probably the mid to upper 40s, and, you know, we're going to have to hold, you know, they beat us 48-42 last time, and we're going to probably, you know, <laughs> I mean, we just need to score it a little more, and we need to keep them down a little more. I mean, it, it, that sounds so obvious to say, but uh, that's that's kind of how this game is going to have to go. I don't think we're going to be able to outscore them into the upper 50s, uh, and I don't think we can hold them into the 30s because they're just too good. So uh, somewhere in the middle there for us to have a chance to win is, is where we're going to have to be. So trying to confuse them a little bit, uh, keep them off balance, and then for us we gotta we got to take advantage of the offensive opportunities that we have. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it sounds kind of simple, but it, it's not, obviously, when you're playing a really good team. But if we're going to win, and that's why we're going there, we're going there with the expectation that we're going to play well enough to, to have a chance to win, those are the things we have to do. Well, the last thing I got to ask for you, Coach, here is heading into tonight's game with this this group that we talked about at the end of the excuse me the beginning of the season of being largely experienced, inexperienced. How much more experienced now are they? How much have you seen them grow in the throughout the course of a game? That maybe not the deer in the headlights look, maybe more of a chiseled vet as we head into the sub-state finals here tonight, how much have you seen this group of yours grow throughout the, the entire year? You know, it, it, it's uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the year, they're just trying to, um, to survive. You know, they're, they're just trying to, I mean, they've never been in this. They go, we go out on the court and, and they're just trying to get the, you know, kind of the feel of what it's like to be out there and, and to survive a little bit. Um, and now the difference is we go out there and we're, we're thinking about, okay, what, what do we need to do? The, the newness of it is, is not there. I mean, there's still excitement, of course, playing for the, you know, getting out there, but the newness of, Hey, we're out. I'm, I'm out on a varsity basketball court and all that that's gone. Now they, they've got that taken care of the, um, now what we need to make sure that we do is we need to execute. And uh, so that, that experience has been great. We're, we're thinking about what we need to do to be successful now, not just out there to kind of, you know, <laughs> to hang in there, you know, and, and so it, it's a big difference. It, it's maybe subtle. It's hard to understand. It's hard to kind of explain, obviously, but, uh, but it's, it's very important. And, um, you know, we know what we need to do. Um, and, and now we just got to try to execute it to the best of our ability. All right. Well, Coach, as always, I appreciate the time. We'll see you down at Andover tonight, and good luck. Yeah, thanks, Jackson. I appreciate it. Good stuff, as always, from Coach Fear. He is one of my favorite local high school basketball coaches uh, just because he doesn't hold anything back. Man, he'll tell you kind of how it is, and sometimes he it's it's as simple as what he said there. So you you got to hold them to a little bit lower than what we've been given up the last time, few times we've played them, and we got to score just a little bit more. It sounds pretty rudimentary, but sometimes that's all it is. And, and he was very candid about his team, and he's very proud, I think, of the progress that they have made over the course of the season. Now with 11 wins on the year, looking for win 12, and what would be, I believe, the third straight year that Central would be going to the 5A state tournament. So uh, certainly an exciting one tonight for the Mustangs. Again, we are coming at you live here today from the Next Tech Wireless Studios here on In the Zone on Sports Radio 1150 KSAL and 106.7 FM. I'm Jackson Schneider. 
lowest rates, flexible plans, and exceptional customer service and coverage everywhere you are. Say goodbye to being just a number and say hello to something different at Next Tech Wireless as we continue a high school basketball tilted show today. We've got a lot to cover and I'm talking to several local coaches so let's keep it right on the train tracks here and and go to kind of the train of the 3A boys basketball ranks as of late. The southeast of Saline Trojans, they are that heavy freight train just barreling down the tracks this season as they work towards getting back to Hutchinson in the 3A state tournament. They will be taking on, on the boys' side tonight, the Russell Broncos in Russell. That game will be at about 7.30 tonight. But uh, I caught up with Coach Bryson Flax of the southeast of Celine Trojans a little bit earlier today as well. And he helped us preview his, his team's contest tonight as well as just kind of talk about his group as a whole. So enjoy our chat with the head coach of the Southeast of Saline Trojans, Coach Bryson Flax. Joined now by the head boys basketball coach of the Southeast of Saline Trojans, Coach Bryson Flax. And Coach, it's game day for your guys. Substate semifinal action out in Russell. Uh, kind of an interesting dynamic with what is typically, I guess, a neutral site type of uh, substate bracket. You're going to be playing on the road tonight against the Russell Broncos here this evening. But uh, before we talk about tonight's contest, let's go back to Tuesday night. A a really good win for your guys over Phillipsburg. You win by 29. What was working for your guys in in the win? I mean, it seems like just about everything went well in that one. Yeah, to be honest, there wasn't a lot that that wasn't going that well. you know, they hung with us. They gave us their best shot. Uh, defensively, made a couple adjustments at, at halftime that, that kind of took some post opportunities away from them that they were getting early. Uh, in that third quarter, we we scored 28 in the third and, and really push it out. And, you know, our guys kind of just stayed, stayed true to what we do. You know, we got out, we pressured the ball, um, we made them uncomfortable and we rebounded pretty well and, and um, got on the run and we were able to uh, assist on a lot of buckets and it's just recipe for success when, when things are rolling like that. Well, with your team, you've been at the top of the uh, the Class 3A rankings per KBCA for really the entire season, so it's no secret that you've got a really talented group, but what would you say has been the biggest key in terms of their improvement all season long and, and just this continued pursuit of you know making it back down to Hutch? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is they're, they're just, they're humble, but they're hungry. You know, they're, you know, coming up just, what I would call almost a quarter short last year, you know, we, we dug ourselves a big hole in the semis and, and fought back and just kind of didn't have enough to, to overcome, you know, everything we gave up early. Um, the guys didn't forget that, you know, they kind of put that feeling in their head and, and they understand um, the process and they understand what it takes to get there and what it takes to get back. And, and, and they're just really locked in right now. And, and I'm really impressed, you know, with, with them from a maturity standpoint because, you know, basketball is a long season, gets redundant at times, and, and they've, they've stayed the course. You know, they've stayed locked in, and, and uh, the locker room's good, and, and they're just a really fun group to, to be around all the time. And, and uh, 
testament to them and their parents and, and families and, 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 and a good, good culture that we have at Southeast. Well, that culture is kind of led by by some of your your senior leaders. You've got a good, solid group of seniors that have have really raised the bar for your program and that expectation of of excellence. Really, who would you say is maybe one of the most underrated players of that group? Because we we'll talk a lot about Eli, uh, Eli and Nakari, but who's maybe one of the other seniors that you've been impressed with in terms of their leadership of your team? Yeah, in terms of leadership. You you know, coming in, we weren't. You know, I kind of thought that Drake was Drake Augustine was a was a good leader. Uh, I think Caden Isaacson has good leadership qualities. Um, but you're seeing guys step up. You know, Kaysen Lilly is is being more vocal, and and Nakari's more vocal this year than he's ever been. And and um, Eli's kind of Eli. You know, guys guys look up to him and and. Um, but you know, it goes back to, in my opinion, it goes back to Luke Gebhardt. You know, he's, he's kind of the rock, I think. And he, um, is a good mediator between, you know, a lot of those guys and, and, um, but, but it's, it's leadership by committee. We, we really do have a lot of guys that, that hold each other accountable. Uh, if something is getting sloppy or getting ugly, you know, it's not one person that's, that's trying to make a change and, and vocalizing that it's multiples. And, and I think that's what it takes. You know, it can't, you can't, can't put all that burden on one person. Um, so it's, it's a group effort and, and they're doing a, a darn good job with it. Well, tonight you square up with the Russell Broncos, a team that's won more games this year than they have in quite some time. When you look at them on film, what stands out to you about what they do well and what you're preparing for here this evening? Yeah, so they've got uh, they got a little size. They got a six nine kid inside that that is pretty good if you let him get comfortable and and uh, he rebounds pretty well. He alters shots, does a lot of that stuff uh, that a typical six nine kid would. Um, and then around them, you know, they've they've got a, a variety of kids that they can shoot the basketball at a high level. Um, you know, in terms of pure creators, I think they've got one you know, maybe two guys that can break you down off the dribble and, and create their own shots. But, um, you know, they, they get out, they guard you, they're athletic, they got guys playing above the rim. Um, so it's not, you know, it's not a pushover. These guys, these guys can play, you know, and, and, um, you know, back in, they, they were in our league just a few years back and, and our guys know a lot of these guys, um, played them growing up and 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 so it's um it's it's got all the 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 right makings to to be a uh, fantastic environment and and we're really looking forward to it well with your group obviously again the goal is to get back to hutch i'm curious what maybe last year did for your team's focus this postseason because being you know 19 now 20 and one on the season sometimes it might be a little easy to overlook some competition but it seems like they're locked in each and every night on the the opponent at hand and they're not caught looking ahead at what they're trying to get to but rather how they're going to get there yeah exactly and the 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 end goal you know obviously is Hutchinson and and that's no secret Um, but you know what we've tried to stress 
last year into this year, you can't get bored with the process because we weren't good enough last year. You know, we, we were good enough to get there, but we weren't good enough to get where we wanted to be. And so I think the guys have embraced that. Um, you can just see from a, from a skill standpoint, how they've improved. Um, and then you're right there. They, they just seem, they just seem really locked in, you know, and, and whether it's, you know, knowing the personnel, how we're going to guard certain people. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of letdowns throughout the course of a game, and 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 that's a testament to our guys and how focused they are. Bryson Flax again is our guest here on In the Zone, the head boys basketball coach in the southeast of Celine Trojans, and the Trojans taking on the Russell Broncos tonight at approximately seven thirty in Russell. Coach, last question I got for you tonight is: What is the biggest key for your team tonight in terms in terms of the focus on what's going to get you that victory? Yeah, I think we've got to continue to be ourselves uh, on the offensive end. You know, we've got to share the ball take efficient shots, um, you know, give ourselves really good opportunities there. Uh, defensively, you know, we we have to understand who we're guarding and there's guys that shoot it better and guys that, you know, put it on the floor with with higher efficiencies. So, you know, understand who we're guarding. And, and, and then the key that's been kind of the key all year and it's not going to change is if we rebound at a high level, uh, we're very good in transition, uh, so we we want to rebound uh, and get on the run, and and I think that that we'll be able to capitalize on some opportunities if we're able to do that. All right, well, Coach Flax, as always, appreciate the time. Love following you and your team. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Jackson. All right, we'll take a quick timeout and be back with more in the zone right after this here on eleven fifty KSAL and one hundred six point seven FM. In the zone here on Sports Radio 1150 KSAL 106.7 on the FM dial. Our high school basketball, uh, I guess we'll call it focused episode here today. Primarily, that is what we are talking about. We've talked to a couple of great coaches already Chris Fear from Salina Central's girls team and Bryson Flax of the Southeast of Celine Boys. But we'll continue that with another guest here as the uh, Head girls coach of the Bennington Lady Bulldogs, Coach Tracy Pipo, joins us to preview the game. We'll go to that interview now. Jackson Schneider joined now by the head girls basketball coach of the Bennington Bulldogs, Coach Tracy Pipo. And Coach, it is game day for the sub-state semifinals in the 2A Hillsboro sub-state. Your team's playing some great basketball here as of late, but especially on it was uh, Tuesday night. You grab a, a five-point win over Marion to move on to tonight's contest. What would you say maybe was the biggest difference for your team in that win in terms of winning as opposed to, to losing in that tight one? Um, we, you know, all, all year it, it, it's been all about the team, and we've had different players step up at different times. And uh, just so happened that game, our post kind of struggled finishing some shots, and uh, our guards kind of picked and the Post did their jobs on the rebounding, but we just had trouble scoring inside that evening. So, uh, uh, 
Well, looking at that game against Marion, you know, a tight game, certainly there's always big performances from certain players that, that help your team, you know, elevate to the win. Who would you say was maybe the, the standout player or players for your group in that victory? Uh, we always talk about uh, defense, and uh, uh, Rory Miles is one of our best defenders, and she was in charge of trying to shut down their, their guard, who she, she was hot that night. Uh, uh, but she still played pretty good defense, especially late in the game. And uh, probably the person that, that was was most productive for us that night was uh, Peyton DeBold. Uh She picked up the scoring from the outside when we struggled inside. And uh, and then uh, probably Colby Bartlett and Ava when it came to rebounding. Well, that's certainly a, a well-rounded team effort there, and you certainly need that late in the season, especially as it gets to to sub-state play. But that makes now four straight wins for your team here. What would you say has been the most encouraging factor in your team's play here so far to finish the season? Well, we played a lot of good teams, especially late in the season, and we play a lot of good teams in our league. Um, we've been kind of resilient all year, Um um, we, we, we kind of adopted a quote, uh, about halfway through the year, um, about, uh, handle hard better. And, uh, sometimes things just don't go your way and how you handle those rough situations, uh, um, is, is going to tell a lot about you. And, you know, we've gotten off to some slow starts, you know, like we did against Marion, they came out hot from the three point line and, and we just kind of weathered the storm and stayed with our defense and our uh, state disciplined and and uh, we're, we're fortunate enough to get four wins at the end of the season. Absolutely. Now, how does your team maybe continue to improve that that resiliency? Is it just kind of a matter of lacing it up and continuing to do the things they've done well here as as they go into tonight's game? Um, this group's pretty uh, laid back and relaxed. Um, it, it doesn't, they don't get rattled a whole lot. Um, they may get down in a hole and, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're hoping it, hope we're hopefully going to get a better start, uh, this next game and then continue it through, uh, the end of the game. But, uh, uh, we hope to finish strong. Well, tonight's a great opportunity to do that. Again, we are joined by the head girls basketball coach of the Bennington Bulldogs, Coach Tracy Pipo. And Bennington, getting ready to take on Chase County tonight. Coach, when you look at your opponent for this evening, what stands out to you about them? Uh, they've got a, a 6'1", 6'2", freshman that uh, is, is probably hard to miss. Um, <laughs> um, a lot goes through her. Um and so that that'll be one of the keys tonight. If if we can limit her, limit her touches and limit her uh, rebounds uh, and second chance points near the basket. Um, they've got a lot of good players. I mean, I mean, they've got a lot of a lot of role players that rebound and you know handle the ball and and uh, shoot threes and things like that. So uh, um, you know, if, if if we just do what we do and play good sound defense, that's something we live by and and uh, control the boards uh, and and limit the big girl, uh, I think that's probably the biggest key. Okay. Well, outside of that, Coach, is there maybe a, a most important factor or, or a key focus for your team as it, as it, it approaches the, the Chase County defense? Um, they play a lot of zone. 
Uh, they'll probably play a one-three-one or a one-two-two or kind of a matchup zone. Um, that's something that we've seen a lot lately. Um, so uh, uh, how we handle that zone and attack it and and rebound and and finish will probably be, probably be a a big key to tonight. Um, um, so we'll just have to see how things go. All right. Well, Coach Pipo, I appreciate the time to taken by you this afternoon to preview your game. We look forward to it, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Again, that was the head girls basketball coach of the Bennington Lady Bulldogs, Coach Tracy Pipo. His team getting ready to take on the Chase County Bulldogs tonight down in Hillsboro. That is a 2A sub-state semifinal matchup. The game will tip off at about 6 o'clock, but we will have coverage on FM 104.9 starting at about 5.45 this evening. So you can tune into that action uh, with Todd Cynical on the call of that one. Should be a great one. And that is the uh, first game of two games down in Hillsboro tonight in that substate. The second game will be the number four seed, the Sacred Heart Lady Knights, as they take on the top seed and the host of that 2A substate, the Hillsboro Trojans. So certainly some good basketball to be played down there in Hillsboro this evening. But one more interview to get to here now, and this one uh, comes with a little bit of breaking news. Uh, Earlier this afternoon, the athletics director at Salina Central, Greg Maring, confirmed to me that the head coach of the Salina Central Mustangs boys basketball team, Coach Ryan Modine, he has resigned from his post as the head coach of the Mustangs, effective immediately. Their season came to a close on Wednesday night with a loss in the 5A substate semifinals at Hutchinson. But uh, Coach spent 10 years as an assistant under Doug Finch and the last four seasons now as the head boys coach himself. But uh, he'll leave behind a, a group that has a lot of young, exciting talent and some athletes that uh, pose to be a, a pretty exciting exciting group in the future as they grow, but uh, Coach Modine was kind enough to sit down with me earlier this afternoon and, and kind of talk about his decision to move on as head coach of the Mustangs and uh, just kind of reflect on his time. Jackson Schneider joined now by Ryan Modine, Central's former now head boys basketball coach. Coach, you have elected to resign as head coach of the Mustangs here. Um, just first off, Coach Maybe a, a statement on, on the resignation. Yeah, um, you know, it's not those are it's not an easy decision. Um, it's it's something I've thought about for a little while, uh, and it really, it has not not a thing to do with the players or or you know, wins or losses or anything like that. Um, you know, I uh, I've, I've got a family and I got two little boys that are both under eight years old, and um, I'm never home. Um, you know, that's during the season, and then you're gone a lot in the off season. Um, during the summer, there's a lot of hours that go into it. If you, you know, to, to do the job right, there's a lot of hours that go into it. Um, and, you know, my wife is probably more busy than I am. She's an orchestra teacher. And, I mean, there's just a lot of times that uh, I'm missing out a lot with that. And um, I feel like I'm kind of being split in two, way, in two areas there. And, it, it's just tough um, to, to put the time in both places where I think it's really important. And, and um, you know, my priority has got to be, I think, to be a dad first here. And um, in, in doing that, let, let somebody else come in um, with a fresh set of ideas and a fresh set of eyes uh, for the program. And, and I, I'm confident they'll do that. There's a, there's a, there's a great core of guys um, that will be a part of this program 
Um, so there's there's a lot to look forward to there, and and I'm definitely going to miss being around. Uh, I, I know it'll it'll hit more once basketball season starts up next year. Um, I'll definitely miss the practices and the interactions and and, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, uh, it was just something that I got more comfortable with as we got down to um, you know the last few weeks. And uh, you know I really didn't talk to to too many people about it. I talked to my wife and. Um, my dad a little bit and, and uh, I talked to my assistants just a little bit but uh, um, I didn't want it to, to, to be a part of any discussion going on while the season was, was happening. Well certainly I, I don't think anybody would fault you for, for the decision considering the, the reasons behind it. Family always very important especially for, for coaches and, and as you mentioned you, you're a busy guy during basketball season certainly but uh, with the conclusion of this year your your team formally I guess is getting a, a younger group a little bit older what what would maybe the the next coach for Central whoever it may be what are they getting in terms of of this program and the players within it um you know you, you, you obviously you've been watching us we have you know we played a lot of juniors and, and you know um, obviously we started freshmen and th- there's a lot there's a lot to like about the group uh, as far as athleticism and skill and, and, and all that. Um, I think that's the best thing to look forward to. There's, there's guys that want to play. Um, I think, you know, you look down to our middle school, there's, there's talent there. I know there's, there's a lot of guys that I, I really was excited about coming into the program. Um, and so I think, you know, that's what you got to look at and it, it'll help. I think, you know, the league, you don't want to celebrate, you know, if it's down or anything, but you know, there's some unbelievably good teams in our Kelly too that have been for the last two or three years. And they're, they're, they're certainly, they're graduating a lot. Um, and so, yeah, they'll still be good, but I call it, they're kind of like super teams the last few years. Um, and I think that'll, that'll, you know, that'll be a, a, a benefit to, to the play, you know, to our team and the program. And, and I think um, our guys will be the, the experienced ones and, and they've been through all that. And obviously with some of the games, the teams we played this year, um, that experience will certainly help them. Again, Ryan Modine is our guest, recently uh, has resigned as the head coach at the Salina Central Mustangs of the boys basketball program. Coach, uh, before I, I let you go here, uh, what would maybe be your your um, favorite memory or, or the, the best thing about your time as the head coach of Salina Central? What what are you going to think back on the most fondly? Oh, that's, that's, that's a good question. Um, you know, it wasn't just the four years as head coach. I had ten ten great years of being assistant with uh, with Finch, and there's so many young, great young guys that come through. And um, I think probably you know the game. I mean, we had some great some great wins and, and great moments as a team. But it's those talk about those everyday interactions you have with them and, and getting to know them, and um, you know getting to know not just them, their families, and and. And then sometimes those bonds, they last a long time. I mean, you get to see these guys, they, they grow up and, you know, become, you know, fathers and husbands and, um, you know, go to med school and college and all that sort of stuff. And they come back and, you know, I, one of my favorite things has always been, the, you know, we, come, we play the alumni over Thanksgiving every year and see those guys come back and, um, you know, not quite as in shape as they were when they left, but uh, they're, still, they're still good ball players and um, it, it's a lot of fun and, yeah, you miss that. In the grind of of the season, sometimes that kind of stuff gets lost. And um, but uh, that that's what key, that's really what what you're what it's about. And that and that really hasn't changed whether or not we're winning or losing and, and all that. Um, um, it's it's I'm going to really really miss 
miss all that. And, um, and, uh, that's, that's the stuff that, that, that comes to mind when I think about my time as a coach. Well, certainly I have always appreciated you and, and how open you are with, with your thoughts on, on whether it's a good game or, or a bad game and always coming and sharing breakfast with me at the coaches show as well. And, uh, just kind of putting up with me, always asking you questions, coach. So I do appreciate your time as always. And I'm thankful for, for the relationship we have, uh, as, as friends as well, away from, from just the, uh, coach and, and media kind of interview aspect. So I appreciate you as always. Hey, I appreciate everything you do for the for the for the kids in the in the town, and um, uh, you know I'll keep listening. I'll, I'll miss the Sunday. I'll, I'll miss Saturdays too. You know, talking with the coaches and everything, and um, it's, you know that's that's what we'll win or lose. That's always kind of fun to go do. But uh, I appreciate everything. All right, well, Coach Modine, thanks again as always for the time. Wish you the best of luck in the future. Thank you. <laughs> Final segment on In the Zone today here on Sports Radio 1150 KSAL and 106.7 FM. Jackson Schneider with you as we talk a lot of high school basketball today. So let's wrap up the show with telling you everything you need to know heading into tonight. The where's, the wins, the who's, the how's, what have you. We'll talk all of it now, starting with the Class 2A girls basketball substates that are played tonight, the semifinal round. And we'll start out in the Hillsboro bracket. That features two matchups with local teams in them. The first game will be at 6 o'clock tonight at Hillsboro High School as the number 2 seed Bennington Lady Bulldogs will take on the third seed Chase County Bulldogs as well. We previewed that game a little bit earlier with Coach Tracy Pipo. Uh, but his team, Bennington, looking to grab a win in advance to Saturday night's Substate Championship. A win tonight would put Bennington one win away from a 2A state appearance down in Manhattan. But opposite them is the top seed and the host, the Hillsboro Lady Trojans. They will take on the number four seed, Sacred Heart Knights. That game will be at 7.30 p.m., so Following the end of Bennington and Chase County, it will be again Hillsborough and Sacred Heart. So the winners of those two games on the ladies' side tonight will meet up tomorrow at 7 o'clock. The boys will go first in the sub-state final day of action on Saturday, and the girls will follow. Uh, but that's the 2A Hillsborough bracket. Then we can take a, a look at uh, the 3A Russell bracket. That's boys' action tonight. And we met with Bryson Flax earlier. His team, southeast of Celine, they are the number one seed in that bracket, taking on the four-seed Russell tonight. Uh, that game at 7.30 p.m. in Russell. So the Broncos, despite being the lower seed, they will be actually playing at home tonight, have a bit of a home court advantage. But the winner of that game tonight will go into Saturday night's championship game in the sub-state level. Uh, and face the winner of two-seed Beloit and three-seed Norton. Norton and Beloit will play tonight at 6 o'clock, the game prior to Russell and Southeast of Saline. The 5A girls basketball substates uh, being played tonight. And Salina Central, we talked with Coach Fear uh, about his team's matchup with the two-seed Andover tonight. That game will tip off at about 7 p.m. in Andover this evening. The winner of Central and Andover will advance to 5A State in Emporia. 
Some of the other sub-state matchups on the 5A West side there is top seed Bishop Carroll out of Wichita taking on the 8th seed Hayes. Also 3 seed Emporia taking on the 6th seed Mays South. And then the 4 seed Andover Central against the 5 seed Hutchinson. Funny enough, looking at that the 5A West bracket, all of the top-seeded teams won in the sub-state semifinals except for Goddard Eisenhower, who lost to Salinas Central. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Got a little choked up there. But anyway, um, that is a rundown of some of the high school basketball action across the area tonight. Uh, tomorrow, the Big 12 Conference will wrap up the regular season as the Kansas Jayhawks will take their outright Big 12 title down to Texas, who lost on, I think it was uh, Wednesday night at TCU. So the Jayhawks have the league all wrapped up, but they'll take on Texas at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, that game on ESPN. And then at 1 o'clock tomorrow, actually, the Kansas State Wildcats, they'll wrap up their regular season at West Virginia, that game on ESPN Plus at 1 p.m. So uh, that's a, a look at some of the upcoming basketball, both high school and, I guess, into tomorrow's college slate as well across the area as we wrap up our show here today. Uh, thanks again to all of our guests today, Bryson Flax, Chris Fear, Tracy Pipo, uh, Ryan Modine as well. Uh, but uh, have a great weekend. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you stay safe. Enjoy all of the March Madness that is to uh, tip off here tonight with high school stuff and into the weekend as well. I'm Jackson Schneider. Say thanks so much for tuning in to In the Zone here on Sports Radio 1150 KSAL.